0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the weekly walk i'm your host joshua ingram it is monday february 22nd year of our lord 2021 and uh, this is going to be episode 8 of season 2 so i was uh just right here before starting to record this i was trying to figure out whether or not i wanted to do one this week because i didn't think i would have enough material to fill Um, a podcast and um, mainly that's because I've only had a few things on my heart this week and I just don't know if I have enough to talk about regarding these things. There's just been a few issues that I've been um, wrestling out in my heart trying to figure out how to deal with it and so I don't know if I can really talk through it. Um, to an extent that makes it worthy of of a podcast, but I thought, what the heck, you know, I'll, I'll give it a shot here and and see what we can do. Um, it might not be as lengthy as my usual podcast. I usually try to get around an hour. Um, I just I just feel like it's not worth recording if it's if it's not going to be, um, you know, a a decent length of time. I know a lot of people do like a little half hour, and I suppose in today's culture they talk about how everybody's got short attention spans and nobody wants to listen to a full hour podcast. But uh, for me personally, I just I just feel like it, it, in order for me to, to set aside the time to record something, I better have something worthy of talking about, and I, I think it should fill uh, the better part of an hour. Um, so that's kind of like the, the internal wrestling that I go through before I do these, just trying to figure out, um, if I've got enough to talk about. And I guess there's really just, um, a few things, uh, like I say, that I've been thinking about this week and they've really dominated my thoughts. So I I really haven't thought about much else, but, um, two of them are kind of, well, I wouldn't say negative issues, but things that are unresolved in my heart things that i just don't really know how to deal with and then um, another thing and, and that's all I'll, I'll start with the positive um, i've been thinking about doing a new video series um, if anybody listening follows me on youtube uh, it's kingram417 um, i do several different video series and um, a lot of times i'm testing my motives like why do i do these but I'm trying to trying to fill my time with spiritual things and um you know that parable about the Lord giving talents to people and then coming to collect on those talents and wanting to see an increase. Um I believe that's uh the Lord gives you information um and gifts and talents and and abilities and he expects you uh to use the gifts and talents that he's given you. Uh, to share the information that he's laid on your heart. To share the, 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 the gifts and the insights uh, that he's given you. And I, I think that's important. That's the Christian walk. If, if we're not doing that, then what's the point? Like, like That's the whole reason we're here on earth. Is to share the glory of the Lord with others. To share the, the, the insights that he lays on our hearts um, with others. It's that old uh, Red Sea, Dead Sea analogy. You know, the Dead Sea has no life in it, and it's because it has, you know, rivers pouring into it, but it has no um, outgoing rivers. So it just stagnates. It it just, you know, sits there and and there's no life. It has incoming, but no outgoing. And then the Red Sea is full of abundant life, and that's because it, it not only has the incoming rivers and tributaries or whatever they're called, but it has outgoing as well. So there's an inflow and outflow and that's a good analogy of of spiritual life if we sit and learn the scriptures and study and pray and, and 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 fellowship with the lord and then just let that sit inside of us and we don't express it to the world we don't share with the world um it's it's really just a, like a dead faith so to speak it's the the whole point of the lord sharing with us is so that we'll sh- or the lord telling us things is so that we'll share with others and so the way that I've figured how to do it is, is through social media. Like that's just kind of the, the lane that I'm in at this point in my life. I I really don't, um, know what else to do or, or have abilities to do anything else. So, um, I just feel like the Lord has really, uh, provided me this opportunity through, through social media to, to share, uh, my faith and to share the, the, the knowledge of Jesus Christ uh, that, that the Holy Spirit teaches me through His scriptures. And so I do several different video series. And I do, um, it all started, I used to write a lot. As 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 I was learning, that's how I would, that was the outflow, I would write. And those writings turned into a blog, and I would share them on uh, Facebook and whatnot. And then I kind of came to an end of that. I just, I, I kind of just I don't know, lost the zeal or I guess that 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 season passed where I just I wasn't writing a whole lot of blogs anymore. And so then I'm sitting there thinking like, Lord, what am I going to do now? What I need something to do? And the Lord just laid it on my heart one day to turn those blogs into a video series, a a Facebook live video series. And so I started doing that. And I saw that, you know, with each blog, I, I could get like a 45 minute hour video, and it was just another opportunity, a different a different way to get that information out there. And then I, I saw, I, well, I could take these Facebook Live videos and upload them onto YouTube. And and so um, I started doing that with my blogs. It was just a, on a weekly basis. I would do them on Sundays. And I would just call them my Sunday sermons. And then um, from that sprang a whole different, uh, a, a lot of different uh, video series. I, I started thinking you know, let's, let, let's take my favorite books in the Bible and just go through a verse-by-verse study. I can do like a, a 10, 15-minute video on Facebook Live uh, just looking at, you know, a verse-by-verse uh, dissection of the word uh, through my favorite books. And so I started doing uh, that on a, on a semi-daily basis. And I just called it a, a a few quick moments in the word or something like that. I forget exactly what I call it. Um, but then once those are done, once a book is done, um, I, I put all those videos together and post those to YouTube as well. And then from that, I, I started uh, just kind of delving out. I thought, well, let's do something fun. And I'd uh, been watching a lot of different reaction videos. And so I thought, well, I, I, I could do a Christian reaction video, you know, with some wholesome material and because uh, a lot of those reaction videos you watch they're they're done with like secular music and whatnot. and uh, there can be cussing and swearing, and it was just kind of hard to find good, wholesome Christian stuff. So I thought, well, let's do that. you know i I, I enjoy uh, a lot of different music and thought you know I, I could look at sermons and stuff like that. So I started doing those. Uh, I call those Christian man reacts. And then on top of that, i I'd, I'd always had this desire in my heart to do a Bible study. Um, where we would look through the different um, geopolitical worldview documentaries that that I'd collected over the years, uh, documentaries that had impacted me in my walk. Um, a lot of my learning, especially in the the New World Order geopolitical sphere, came through documentaries, and I thought it would be good to share those um, through a Bible study setting, and and that never happened. I just never saw an opportunity to do that. Uh, but then one day it just clicked in my head. I was like, well, I could just do a watch along. You know, I could I could play those uh videos and and add my commentary to it. And and so I started that and I call that um um developing a proper worldview. And so I got all these different things that I'm doing and I, I really enjoy doing them. And then of course I added this podcast to it, but Um, I'm coming to an end to the original one, the, the, the blog one where I'm reading through my blogs, the, the Sunday sermon, so to speak. And I'm getting down to like the last dozen or so. And so I've been thinking ahead, um, because that's really a, a, a major part of this. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. So I was like, well, what, what, what can I do next? How, how can I keep this going? And, um, I think the Lord laid it on my heart. We'll we'll see how this goes. Um, because I I feel like I, I got really excited about this idea, and I'm hoping that this this is something the Lord will permit and that the Lord will prosper and I'll be able to do it for for a long time from from here on out. But, um, since the beginning of my, of my walk, you know, I've tried to commit uh, different verses to memory, and. Recently, what I did is I bought a um, scheduler, uh, a daily scheduler you know with a, with a 365 day calendar. And I wrote down a verse for each day. And so my initial intention was um, throughout my work week, each day I could have a verse that I meditate on that I, that I just think about and um that didn't really pan out i wrote them all down and then they just kind of sat in the book and so all of a sudden the idea occurred to me i was like man i i could do um i could take one of those verses and just kind of go through the process of how i how i chew over the word how i meditate on the word how i think through the word how i piece it together Um, because i'll take a verse and what I do is I think about each word, each word in that verse. What does that word mean? What are synonyms for that word? What is if it's a, if it's a word where I'm not really sure what the Bible? Because a lot of times um, we use modern definitions for words, uh, but perhaps the Bible has a different definition. Perhaps the Lord um, intended something different for it. Um, and sometimes we just have a general idea of a word because we just use it so frequently. Um, that we really don't know what it means. Like, for instance, we we all use the word wisdom, but do we really know what that word means? We just kind of casually use it as a, as a, you know, we think of uh, intellect and knowledge and, and understanding. Um, but have we really sat down and looked at what the definition of the word is? And, and so you can grab a Strong's Concordance and you can look up the word in the Bible and find other places it's used and get a broader definition. And so what I'll do is, I'll, um, and and um, I apologize if I'm kind of all over the place here, I'm, I'm um, just kind of spitballing this as I talk to you, and also I'm dealing with a little bit of a head cold, so I apologize if I sound nasally here, but um, my thought was, I can take each verse and kind of dissect it that way. Like, uh, for instance, I got um, James five sitting here, you know, if... Any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. So the way I would think through this word, if I'm sitting here just meditating upon it, is I would think, what does the word "if" mean? If, you know, it's 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 a um, showing that it's it's an it's not a certainty. It's it's a possibility. So, uh, if this exists in you, if if. Um, is like i i wouldn't really know how to explain it it's just uh this wouldn't apply to everybody so this is saying like um in this particular scenario if you find yourself here this would apply to you so if is uh you know a testing to test yourself and say does this apply to me so then what is it referring to if any any of you any is like a broad spectrum. It's uh, applicable to to everyone. Anybody who fits this category. So any of you, any Christian, uh, any anybody, if any of you, anybody in the body, if this applies to you, and then it says lack wisdom. Lack is to be without, um, to 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 need, and wisdom. You know what exactly? That's what, like I was saying. What is the biblical definition of the word wisdom? And so I'll, I'll kind of think through the word like that, each and every word. And then as I go, as as I as I as I add each word to it, I'll I'll summarize the whole. I'll backtrack and I'll just keep building upon it. If any of you lack wisdom, so I've got that part figured out. Then then I'll add let him, you know, and, and I'll just keep go. Excuse me, going and going like that and and meditate on the word. And so. It sounds kind of just um, convoluted right now because I'm just kind of uh, giving an example without really thinking it through. But what I'm gonna do with these video series is I'll sit down with the verse prior. Like I was thinking, every I do these videos on Sunday, so I was thinking at some point during the week, like on a Tuesday or something, I can sit down with the verse and I can get like a general outline of uh, talking points. And meditation points. And then um, I can do like a 20 minute video or so every Sunday on this verse. And I think I'm going to call it like thinking through the word or something along those lines. And um, I just thought, man, that that's a positive thing that I can do. I, I'm, I'm in love with the word of God. So anything I can do with the word of God is, is going to be fun and uh, edifying for me. And... Um, it's, it's a, it's a project I think that'll keep me going for many years if if the Lord tarries and allows me to do it. Um, so I'm coming out of this multi-year project, uh, with the, with the blog, with the, with the Sunday sermon, so to speak. And now I'm really looking forward to this next project, uh, thinking through the word and just kind of showing my thought process behind how I meditate, um, over the word. And so I thought that would be a, a beneficial thing to do. And so I'm pretty excited. Like, my, my thoughts have been on that a lot. I've started to put together um, the outlines for the first couple verses. And, um, like I say, I've got 365 of them written down, or 366. And so it'll be fun to just go through those and, and share my thoughts and, and share uh, my thinking process on on how I think through the Word, how, how I meditate the Word, and how I would... Uh, uh milk the word so to speak, because you know, we're supposed to desire the sincere milk of the word. The word is like our, our milk and we wanna we wanna drain every ounce of it. We wanna we want to um just retrieve all the nutrients from it that we can uh, by by meditating on it, by chewing it over, by thinking it through, uh by piecing it together, uh by, by tying it all together at the end, by And then, you know, the next step would be then to look at it in the context of the surrounding verses and, and, and so on and so forth. And and then look at it in the context of the book or in in the context of the chapter and the context of the book and in the context of the Bible as a whole. Um, I, I probably won't get into, uh, that deep with it, with this, with this video series, it's just going to be that first step. And then, um, yeah, it's, it's. You know, like I say, it's something I'm looking forward to. So I, I've been thinking about that a lot, and I'm I'm kind of excited to start this new project. Um, trying to stay busy, trying to trying to keep going on these on these different video series, on the different uh, Facebook posts. Um, just trying to stay spirit focused, stay stay in that spiritual mindset, stay in the mindset of of sharing the word of God with others, sharing and and telling uh, what the Lord has revealed to my heart and, and just putting it out there for, for the consumption of others, uh, because I believe that's what we're called to do. Um, so, uh, that, that's, uh, kind of the exciting thing that I've been thinking about this week. And then I got, uh, two other issues here, um, that I've been thinking about that kind of have, uh, been perplexing for me. And so, um, i don't know how to delve into this issue basically i'm kind of thinking about this from several different fronts one um how, what how are we supposed to or what actions if any are we supposed to take if we see a brother or sister um falling into sin and so th- so that's one aspect another aspect is when does a sin become serious enough that it moves into a new realm like like as with a close body, with brothers and sisters in the faith, you're constantly confessing your struggles and your faults to one another. And sometimes we have severe habitual sin uh, that we struggle against, that there's there's grief over, that there seems to be um, addiction to or enslavement to. And, you know, we, we bear with each other and we... we um, because we can see the brother or sister is actively struggling against the sin they're actively wrestling against it they're actively fighting against it so when <clears throat> does a sin become a sin unto death so to speak when when is it like so that's the other aspect I've been thinking about this thing too is like okay a um just what is our response as a, as, a, as, a, as a brother or sister in the faith? How are we supposed to deal with a sinning brother or sister? And then B, when does the sin become so severe that we would consider it a sin unto death? Like, like what does that phrase mean? Because the Bible talks about there being a sin unto death. And, and I personally don't believe that there's degrees of sin in an eternal perspective, that all sin leads to hell i mean all liars will have their part in the lake of fire liars and murderers are put in the same category in that verse so i believe that all sin un- unrepented of unredeemed um, sin will land you in the lake of fire so in that sense there's there's no severity um, but then there's an earthly pro- uh, perspective as well where, where certain sins have a greater effect um, in consequence, in, in, in temporal consequence, things we do, like lying to your boss about being sick so you can take a day off, has a different um, consequential effect than rape or murder. Um, in, in the eternal perspective, um, unforgiven sin, you know, even a lie is going to land you in hell. So there, there's really no distinction in, in that aspect, but in the consequence, there, there's different aspect. And the Bible talks about uh, a sin unto death. You know, it talks about like if a brother has a, a sin that's not unto death. You know, um, I, f- I forget how that goes, but but basically, we're just supposed to bear with the brother. Um, but if there's a sin unto death, there's there's a different aspect. So, like, when, how do we know when a sin is unto death? And then, when, if it is, or if we see a severe sin, what is our response? What are we supposed to do as brothers and sisters in the faith? Um, because, A, we, we don't judge each other because I have severe sins too. Like, like how could I ever condemn anybody? Um, but then you look at things about, like, the Bible talks about separating from a brother or talking about church discipline about, you know, you confront a brother and if there's repentance, that's good. You know, you're, you you have restored fellowship. But if there's a continuation in the sin, uh, then you bring a second party. And um, if there's repentance, that's good. Fellowship is restored. Um, but if there's a, a continuation or a justifying of the sin, then you bring it before the entire church body. And then you know if if even after that there's there's still justification of the sin or continuation in it, um, then it talks about separation, and it talks about you know um, like for instance, separating from a brother that doesn't work, you know, because the scripture says that that separation will shame him, and and cause him to come to his senses, you know, will will lead to repentance. So it's like you look at all these things and you just try to figure out like what your responsibility is. Um, we are our brother's keeper we do love each other we care for each other and so if we see a brother in sin like it's just i'm trying to wrestle out like what is my responsibility what am i supposed to do as a brother or sister you know um, they've brought the in they've confessed it um so there there's you know praise god we offer counsel um, the confession shows a, a sorrowful repentant heart I would think um, and then but like if it persists and it's a serious sin that by serious I mean it's one of those ones that that could be a sin unto death like what do we do I don't know it's it's just a really complicated issue for me it's it's um what is our responsibility as a brother or sister in the faith? We're not their judge, we're not their authority, um, we're not we're not their pastor or their elder or their shepherd. We're just a brother in the faith. We're just a sister in the faith, and we want to come alongside them and encourage them and um, bear with them and 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 help to to bear that burden if we can, but. Also, like, I I don't know, man, I just, I got really confused this week about what my responsibility is if I see a brother or sister in severe sin and how do I determine what or not, whether or not something is a severe sin. And it just kind of threw me for a loop this, this week as I'm thinking through that um, in a couple of different situations, you know, so I'm not just referring to one particular situation. There's, there's a couple of different things going on in 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 my life and i'm looking at it going you know i i don't know what to do here i don't know i don't know i don't know what my responsibility is i don't know as a brother in the faith what do i do when i see a brother or sister in what i would determine to be a severe sin um It's just really complicated and I feel like I messed it up. You know, I I, I just you know, I don't know. I, I don't know how to handle it. I don't know I don't know what the answer is. Um if a brother or sister said it confesses it and says, you know, they're repentant of it. Then, of course, fellowship's restored. But then what if it occurs again? You know, what do you do then? It's just a difficult situation. I don't even know how to put it into words. Like, let's say... Okay, you're talking to a brother, and they're struggling with lust. And they're struggling with even pornography all right but they they come every week and and in a sorrowful heart and true repentance they had, you know they tell you how much it grieves them and how much they hate it and how much they they fight against it but they just they keep falling into it you know and and, and so you bear with them cuz recognizing that you know they're wrestling against their sin they're wrestling against the lust of the flesh and and yeah they keep falling but they're persistently wrestling they're persistently fighting and so you you know you you bear with them and encourage them and counsel them but let's say a brother or sister comes and says hey i i went and slept with a hooker um on a, on a few different occasions like all of a sudden that sin is like, whoa, man! This just went to a, and I'm I'm not by any means saying that this is occurring. I'm trying to use a scenario that's not occurring with my group of uh, of uh, believers, just to keep this as general as possible. Um, but but pointing out like kind of similar to to what I might be thinking here, but so like what what does a brother or sister do in that scenario? Because all of a sudden. In, this this common um lust situation that they've been wrestling against and grieving about and and have shown that, uh, yes, there's some sort of snare. The sin has some sort of hold on their heart, but they're fighting it and they're struggling against it and they're trying to get free from it. And so you bear with that. But then all of a sudden then, uh, an action is taken, a severe action where it's like, is that a sin unto death i i would think that that's a sin unto death so like what is your response to that what does a, a brother or sister do to that and and um i just I, I don't know i don't know what our response is supposed to be it's a complicated thing Um. And I suppose it, it. A lot of people look at it like, oh, because I look at the the verses on church discipline, and I see individual fellowship with other brothers and sisters as church. You know, yes, you have a a a congregation that you meet with with a pastor and with elders, but we are the church. We are our brother's keepers, and so when we gather together as a church body, you know, to to praise and to worship and to look into word and and to, to confess faults together. I feel like we are, uh, an ecclesiastical body. And so we have to, like, how do we address each other in that context? I don't know. It's just a really complicated issue and and something I've just been trying to figure out, but I'm coming up on a break here. Um, so stick with me and, uh, we'll pick up on the other side. Thanks for, uh, coming back here. This is the weekly walk. I'm your host, Joshua Ingram. Uh, we've been talking about like how to deal with a sinning brother or sister and, and are there different degrees of sin? Is there different severity? Like the sin unto death, like what is that? And, and what's our responsibility? What is our, what are, what actions are we supposed to take? So I'm looking at this scenario, um, that I gave an example that is not the scenario I'm looking at, but but you know, just to give you an idea the, the the level of severity in my eye. But so if you see something like this as a brother or sister, I'm looking at it going, okay, of course I'm no bro- better than this brother or sister. I sin too, you know. I have struggled with the same sins. I've fallen into these things. I've I've um. Done severe sins. So I I can't judge my brother or sister. I can't, I'm by no means looking down my nose at them, but I'm looking at the scriptures going, um, I don't want to be disobedient to God. That that's my main thing. I'm looking like, Lord, what is my responsibility here? What am I supposed to do? Because I don't want to disobey you, Lord. If I'm supposed to act in a certain way towards my brother or sister, if I'm supposed to um bring a severe rebuke or if i'm supposed to um go through that process of church discipline or if i'm supposed to separate i i I want to be obedient you know I, i want to do what the lord tells us to do in his word and so i'm wrestling through that going i don't know what the proper action to do here is um you know it's it's just difficult there there's i i don't don't know i I don't even know if any of this it makes any sense at all i'm just uh this is what i've been thinking about for most of the week just trying to think what is my responsibility um when a brother or sister uh commits a a what i would say grievous sin or um a sin that could be unto death um Especially when there's the danger that that it's admitted that it could occur again. To me, it's like, that adds a new level to it. Because, I just, I don't know, man. I just don't know. I, I don't know what to do. Um... I did a uh, um address it and I, and I and and unfortunately it came across as condemning and threatening and that was not my intention and I just I felt super grieved about that like like I just, you know I don't know. It's such a tricky situation and and my main thing is i just i don't want to disobey the lord i want to do what he commands me to do in this situation and i'm just unclear on what he commands us to do in the in a situation like this so i i guess i'll just have to keep wrestling it out and um try to be you know i had tried to express um how much i love my brothers and that I I don't want I'm not at all trying to sound threatening or condemning, and and I'm not you know, cause cause I'm I guess I'm I'm wrestling through these issues with them, and I'm mentioning the same things to them as I'm mentioning to you on this podcast about you know church discipline and separation, and they're taking it as like a threat, and I'm just going no I just I just don't know what to do I like. I don't know what the biblical prescription is in this case. I don't know if you see a brother sin a grievous sin and they confess and they're sorrowful over it but they also say hey there's the potential I'm going to do it again. How's that any different than, you know, my own personal sins that I confess to them? Is it any different? Is there... Are there degrees of sin? I, I... I just... The whole thing is just really complicated for me. So, anyways, I'm going to move on. In a... Unrelated topic. um, Well, I don't know if I want to talk about this or not. I probably shouldn't talk about it. I still got to wrestle this one out. So... I guess I'm just gonna talk about those two things here today. Um so it's a it's a short podcast. Um I do apologize for that, but um I just I don't think I should bring up the third issue. I don't even know if I should have brought up the second one, but um I'm just trying to wrestle through it in my heart, but I guess the, the third issue, just to give you a, a, a generalized idea, where does Christian liberty end and sin begin? Like, um, a lot of people will claim to have uh, that Romans 14 liberty to do certain things that I think the scriptures show to be sinful so if if the scriptures show it to be sinful then we don't have liberty we we can't turn grace into what is it what does the word say in Romans there um turn grace into lasciviousness or whatever it is that that we would say hey let, let's sin so that grace can abound you know and and so I think there's a dangerous line between Christian liberty and um you know cuz we we do have gray areas where the scriptures are not clear on whether or not something is sinful. And so then each man's own conscience either accuses or excuses him. Um, and that's where you get the Christian liberty of Romans 14. You know, some people eat meat, some people don't. Uh, depending on on what your conscience is, the, the scriptures are are va- vague enough on that where it doesn't tell us whether or not we, we have to eat meat. You know, so if, if if you feel convicted that you shouldn't eat meat, then you have to obey your conscience. But if another brother says that he, he has liberty to eat meat and uh, receives all things with thanksgiving from the Lord and and gives praise for it, you know, then then he has the liberty to do such. And so then it moves into the well. I just don't want to be a stumbling block to somebody. But so you can have the liberty in that. Um, another thing that that people might mention as a, as a thing of liberty would be like uh, tobacco usage. Um, you know, uh, um, a lot of, uh, saints will, will smoke a cigar or, or a pipe or even cigarettes and, and, um, or vape and feel like they have the liberty to do that because there's no clear scriptures that forbid it. Um, you, you can point to general, a lot of people will be convicted that it is sin because they'll, they'll find these general concepts in the scripture, um, about, you know, uh, keeping the temple clean and holy and, and, you know, um, avoiding all appearance of evil and, you know, stuff like that. So, But those are just generalized, overarching, vague terms. There's no specific scripture that says you can or cannot do, you can or cannot use tobacco. And so some people will say, well, I have the liberty to do such then. Or Christian music. Some people will say that, that certain types of music are sinful uh, because of the beats or whatever. It's, they'll say it's demonic. Uh, their conscience is convicted, but you can't prove that scriptor scripturally you You cannot show clear biblical teaching that says you cannot listen to Christian rap or Christian metal. Um, it's just not there, so that would be another Christian liberty thing. But then there's areas where people will claim Christian liberty that the scriptures offer more than just a vague painting. Um, of generalized ideas, but there will be specific scriptures that say no. This it would be a sin. This this would be disobedience to the commands of God, and so I, th- I just think there's a fine line uh, between that that liberty and and taking that liberty too far, um, and 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 ignoring clear teachings of the scripture. And so, um, I got one specific issue in mind, um, that, that some Christians would say, well, we have the liberty to do this. And I'm looking at it going, no, I, I can point to several scriptures that I believe show clearly that this would be a sin, that, that you're not supposed to do this. And so you, you wrestle that out. I, I guess it's, um, If if you can present those scriptures to a brother or sister and they just don't see it, there's not much you can do. Then I guess you just kind of um, pray that that God would grant them repentance and and show them. Um, and again, that that would be an area like okay, when does when does that sin become a sin unto death? When does that become something that I have to separate from? When when does that become an issue that I gotta go? Whoa, you know, I believe you're in grievous sin here, brother, and it's it's you're not repenting of it. On and, and you would go through that that discipline process of bringing a second brother to confirm it. And if they're still living in in denial, then you would bring it before the church body as a whole. But um, yeah, it's 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 just a difficult thing to figure out. Like like when. What is my responsibility? Because, of course, I don't ever want to separate from brother or sister unless they're teaching heresy. Then I really don't, you know. Then it becomes easy to separate because I don't want to be around you if you're teaching heresy. But, but, I don't want to separate from her brother or sister struggling with a sin or innocent because I struggle with sin too, and 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 um, I'm just trying to figure out where to be obedient to the Lord, like. What does the Lord want me to do in this situation? Am I commanded to separate from certain situations? Um This is a very 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 complex period in my life right now trying to figure out fellowship, trying not to 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 hurt my fellowship. I don't want I don't want to come across which like I say I already have. I I don't want to I don't want to continually come across as authoritative or condemning or threatening um, or overly critical or, or overly overbearing or legalistic or without mercy and grace. And so that that's not my intention on any of these things. My intention is simply, I, I don't know what the Lord requires me to do. And so I'm just trying to figure that out. I'm trying to figure out, like, what does the Lord require? Um, yeah. So anyways, I don't know if I'm going to post this podcast. I feel like i am just been rambling. And it's on some sensitive issues. I, I felt kind of torn about even doing it. I was like, I don't even know if I should talk about these things. Um I I don't think my brothers or sisters would be offended. If they are and they're listening, please forgive me. I'm not I'm not well, I'll just I'll just leave it at that, but I think I will go ahead and post post this because, um, like I mentioned, my my intention with the podcast was to just share my my weekly thoughts. You know, the thought life of an average Christian. How, what is what does my spiritual walk look like? And this is where my spiritual walk is currently at. I am struggling on on how to deal with certain situations, um, while showing love and grace and mercy and compassion. And, 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 and forgiveness and mercy and repentance and, and, and trying to balance that with severity and the danger of sin and, um, the sin unto death command, uh, verses and the, uh, actions of, uh, of, you know, uh, a saint dealing with a brother or sister in severe sin. It's all just really, really complicated. So... Anyways, I'm going to wrap up there. Um, if you listen to this whole thing, I appreciate you bearing with me because i just kind of been rambling on and on about uh, something that I can't really clarify or put into words. But, um, anyways, uh, that's what I got for you guys. Um, as always, I love you. And uh, Lord willing, we'll talk to you next time.